What's up, dirtbags? Welcome to episode 244, the five-year anniversary of the Midwest Angler Podcast. Scott Sturman, Matt Deitch, what is going on? Happy anniversary, man. Happy anniversary. Five years, that's crazy. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, how, how long have you been married, Matt? Um, 13 years. Emily's a saint. Yeah, I, I know. Mean, I'm sitting here looking at five years, like holy uh, I, moly! I a little bit him too. I mean, <laughs> just kidding. No, it's it's the truth, man. No, nope. it's the truth. Nope. Uh, pretty crazy though. Uh, I, you know, we we kind of talked back and forth. We had talked about it at the beginning of the month, and uh, you know that yeah, man, this is five years. And uh, uh, leading up to uh, this day, I I wasn't a hundred percent sure exactly what the day was. Uh, there was a little bit of talk that it might have been November 24. There was a little bit of talk that it might have been November 27. Um, I still don't know that we actually 100% know for sure, but uh, I figured at the very least, if I put that post on Facebook uh, on the 26th, then it was... We were right around. Yeah, it was five years. Been five years. We're kicking out an episode today uh, that'll be dropping on uh, November 28th, so we for sure got it covered, but... Uh, yeah, Cal. Looking back, just how crazy that uh, that was. I, I and think you've I, said it. You've said it before when we first started off, and we like we thought, man, if like if we get a hundred people, that's just going to be crazy, huge. Yep. I mean, that's going to be crazy. And I mean, we got like when we finally got to like fifty people, it was just like, whoa, like we're fifty people. We got fifty people listening and stuff like that. So yeah, I I remember talking to Craig Euler when when it was pretty early and i really didn't know craig you know very well at all and uh i think he had said to me like you know so what's you know what's kind of the end goal and and it was like well i don't know you know maybe you know 50 people 100 people you know if we can get that many people a week and and uh i mean i gotta say craig you know like oh yeah no that'd be cool whatever and uh you know thinking about it now it's like nah, that wouldn't have been very cool at all (laughs) and uh um you know, obviously, if, if we were still getting, uh, you know, 100, well, even episode number one blew 100 listens out of the water. I yep. mean, I think we got like 300 listens or something like that. But, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's still kind of crazy how the whole entire thing happened, and it's crazy that we're 244 episodes in and and uh, still doing it. And, and, uh, um, and that's because of you guys. Yeah, and it's even crazier you. that that, you know, like, Austin Bruggeman the other day, you know, yeah, yeah, I've listened to every single one, and there's yeah. a lot of people that have. And, yeah, and, it's uh, really nuts. Yeah, just there's people uh, that are going back and listening from the beginning, and like, yeah, it's like you might want to fast track through some of them. Yeah, <laughs> just get to because those those first, I don't know, fifty were rough. Like they were. I mean, I'm not saying that we're polished now, but those first 50 were freaking way rough. I, yeah, it was, it's crazy the advancement that we've made and just, you know, you've said it before, like we're, we used to be like, everything has to be quiet. Like if something just wasn't oh, yeah. quite right, it was like, oh God, like people are now it's just like, I, we've realized that people like the rawness of it and yep. like if the doorbell goes off, the doorbell goes off. If we've slates, had that. The FedEx yeah. man came here yeah. one time. <laughs> If Slate's yelling in the background, if you get a bloody nose in the middle of it, I mean, we just got to... We've hey, had some wild we, stuff. <laughs> it's great. We, we've had pheasants in the in the egress windows that turned out to be mice. I mean, yep. I mean, a lot yeah. of crazy stuff happens down I've gotten here a few the, bloody noses yeah. in the middle where I have to look over at Matt and say, hey, you got it from here. I'm going no, over to the bathroom. We've had some interviews that didn't happen because we've had equipment malfunctions, so... No, yeah, it's it's been pretty wild. Yeah, Kevin Paul. Uh, we tried calling down to Kevin Paul one time, and we could not get the phone to hook up. Could not get the phone to hook up. Went over and over and over and over. God, I felt like a freaking moron that night. I think he might be the only one. Right. Well, we did record one with Eric Labalpa. Yeah, that's time, right. And it didn't like the audio was terrible, and we yeah. didn't realize until we got done. So that one kind of sucked. Yeah, he uh. Uh, Eric Labalpa from up in Winnipeg, Manitoba. We did a whole entire show, uh, and God, that would have been a freaking fun show because oh, yeah. that dude is action packed. He was working for uh, tra- or uh, Huntfish, Manitoba, and uh, we were going to talk to him. Ab- well, we did talk to him about going up and catching greenbacks on Lake Winnipeg and all sorts of different stuff. And golly, we blew that one. Yeah, God, we 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 have had some. 
We have had some interesting, uh, oh boy. Uh-oh. Fire call. Uh-oh. See, now even, see, we're talking about it and we get fire calls. No. Nope. All right. Well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get out there, uh, later on, but first things first, uh, we've, we've got a guest, uh, no, first things first, Dakota Angler, episode 244, five-year anniversary show, sponsored by Dakota Angler, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Talked to Josh earlier today, and uh, he let me know, what do we got here? Uh, Mega Live Deucers, $975, uh, Strike Master 40-volt augers, $150 off. That's a hell of a freaking smoking deal. Uh, so if you're in the uh, the market for a Mega Live Deucer or a Strike Master Auger, uh, great deals there. Uh, I see that they've still got plenty of uh, um, hub houses with really, really good discounts. Um, I know that they've got some uh, uh, Live Scope bundles that they were still advertising. Maybe yep. they're all sold out now, but uh, um, if you're looking to jump into one of those yet, uh, you'd be... It'd be well worth your time to uh, to give those guys a call and uh, um, you know give them a call, figure out what they got, stop in there to the store uh, on the north side of Sioux Falls, or check out www.dakotaangler.com, see what they got, use code Dirtbag at checkout, and uh, yeah, you'd be happy that you did. You dang right, you will be. You'd be happy that you did. Uh, last you, you partake, or go ahead. No, no. I was gonna say, do you partake in any of the Cyber Monday deals or any of the Black Friday shopping over the weekends? You know, a lot of those places online will like extend their Black Friday deals all weekend long and stuff. So I actually bought uh, zero thing. I I take that back. I did take part in a Black Friday sale. Uh, didn't do any of the Cyber Monday stuff, um, but I did do some Black Friday with um duluth trading oh, okay uh, those pants those brown pants that i yep. wear uh so so where i work um every year they give you what they call a jean allowance where uh you can buy x amount of dollars worth of jeans and then um you got to show them the receipt then they reimburse you for it and just a way to make sure that uh everyone has you know good work pants whatever and uh so i um, I do those, uh, um, brown pants that, that, uh, anyone who's ever actually seen me in real life Monday through Friday has seen me in. And, uh, I bought them on, I actually didn't buy them on Friday. I bought them on Wednesday, I believe, uh, 30% off sure as shit you know dang well the very next day they knock that sale to 40 percent off it's <laughs> usually how it goes freaking a i think i think they were just sitting there waiting for me but they were they were yeah they're not fooling me <laughs> but uh whatever the case i got uh got some deals on uh two brand new pairs of uh work pants so that uh yes. I, I don't know i'm happy with that you yeah. you get in on any of that uh a little bit uh I did jump on the Blackfish's website. Okay. They had some like 25% off or something like that. And I was getting some Christmas presents for people. And then uh, I started looking at some of their, I went to the sale thing and it was just like, oh, you know, UPF hoodie shirts that I like to wear. Yep. They had them for like 12 bucks. Mm, can't beat that. And I was just like, yeah, let's see if they got them in my, I was like, there's no way they'll have it in my size. Look, oh, they did. So I was like, yeah, I better throw a couple of those in the cart. Too. Yeah, so, you bet. You bet. Um, one thing that I wanted to write uh, uh, the other day for Thanksgiving, I really thought about making a post uh, on our Facebook page that uh, if you're a true mega motor, you'll wear your pro team jersey to Thanksgiving, family Thanksgiving. Oh, man. So. Somebody read your mind. Thursday, we are, I don't remember what we were doing. But uh, me in the uh, Chrysler Pacifica van, just no, cruising, yeah. you know what we're doing. Uh, me, Cal, Sl uh, Slate, maybe Grady. We go down to, uh, um, I believe that's Marshall Street. We yeah. turn. Who's just pulling in? Ramrod. Who gets out with their hooked on hard water uh, uh, pro team jersey? <laughs> wore it up wore it for thanksgiving up to the family yeah, event. that's right yep i can Just only mega moat yep i i can only imagine that uh hey, can you hey 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 Teresa, can you uh 
Hey, Mom, can you uh, pass me the mashed potatoes, you know, brought to you by... Mickelson Trail Lodging. <laughs> <laughs> Read it right there on my arm. <laughs> I, I, I've got a feeling that Ramsey read, led p- uh, prayer, and it started <laughs> off, uh, thank you for all of my great uh, pro team opportunities. Um, thank you for all the fish I catch. Uh, thank you for... Scott and Eric Sturman for showing me how to shoot deer, um, how to catch fish, continuously giving me uh, turnkey guide trips my whole entire life, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how it was. Yeah, some and, uh, along, some if you, if you guys lines. haven't noticed, uh, hashtag pro staff. Yeah, I think that's uh, amen. <laughs> I think that's how it. Uh, I think that's actually how it was. It was something like that. I'm yeah. sure of it. Butter, Butterball is one of his main sponsors. <laughs> you better believe it. <laughs> and 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 one more thing before we get over to our guests that I want to know. Uh, what's what's your first meal of the day, Matt? When you wake up in the morning, not right. not not just yours in particular, but what do you call that meal? Breakfast. Okay. What do you do around twelve o'clock? That's lunch. That's lunch. Or dinner. No, I always go dinner. Your dinner. You're a dinner guy. Yep. Okay. And uh, what is at 6 o'clock in the evening? Supper. Supper. So you're a breakfast, dinner, super. See, I still, like, I'll call it dinner or I'll call you it You call it There's no wrong answer here. I do here. both. I do both, lunch and dinner. You know, in school, you always call it lunch, school lunch and stuff like that. So I know some people technically like to do, like, say, dinner is in the evening, but I agree right. with supper. Yeah, see, I'm supper. a supper guy. Yeah. Like, I've always eaten supper. Come home for supper, whatever. Yeah. And lunch is 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 at noon, right? Yeah. JP and I at work have decided that dinner is is if you're going out, you're going out for dinner. That's true. But but if you're just staying home, it's it's a lunch and a supper. Yeah. That's that's what we've decided. But I, look uh, at, I was like, just wondering where you were because I call it, I call it lunch a lot just because you know. I don't want a lot. I don't eat a lot at, at lunchtime. Really? Yeah. I just eat a you know, otherwise it's like I want to take a nap in the afternoon or I just feel pretty lethargic and yep. it's just like, ugh. So I just I just need a little bit to keep me going. Okay. No, see I'm I'm polar opposite. I, I don't eat any breakfast. So like lunch is where I'm gonna stock up and then I won't I I mean I I normally do, but I don't need a ton for supper. Oh, okay. But no, I was just wondering uh, um, how, how you did that breakfast, lunch, dinner, supper, midnight snack. But, uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, this week we got a cool episode. Uh, Kyle Lynn is going to be joining us. Uh, Kyle actually has been out on the ice, uh, been out on the ice the last couple days. Uh, we we talked to him uh, talked to him about it a little bit uh, this, this morning, um, you know, where he had been, what he was doing. And uh, was like, hey, Kyle, why don't you join the show and, and uh, tell the audience about it. Tell us more about it. And uh, um, we're going to do a couple hot takes with Kyle. Um, last week when we had talked about the Thanksgiving stuff, he he seemed pretty passionate about a couple of his answers. So uh, um, that's where we're going to go today uh, up to Kyle Lynn in, uh, I don't know, north central Minnesota. Is that what you'd call it? kind of central minnesota Minnesota. central minnesota we'll say central minnesota all right yeah let's get up to kyle hey kyle how are you good fellas how are you doing darn good doing really good um kyle you've been on the show before uh uh so you you kind of well and i believe you listen to the show so i don't need to uh tell you but uh uh, we get the show started off with a couple of random questions i want to know what was the last movie you went to that's a tough one it's been a while probably golly probably avatar 2 with my kids okay okay i mean how how long are we talking i mean is this like four months or is this like eight years uh when did avatar come out like two years ago two years avatar came out a long time like a lot no the second one the second one yeah it was only a couple years ago a couple years yeah okay year or two all right all right fair enough all right, I guess mine is going to be when you were growing up. Who is your celebrity crush? Ooh, Ooh that's that's a no-brainer. It's um, Jennifer Lopez. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can't blame me there. Yeah. Yep. Well, actually, I got to I got to change that a little bit. It's Topanga awesome. tied with her and Sigourney Weaver. Oh, you kind of old school Sigourney, Sigourney yeah. Weaver. 
Yeah, that's cool. Oh, yeah, cool. Alien from Alien. The end of the movie when yeah. she gets into the cryopod or whatever. Yeah, that was all it took. Yeah. No, never, never seen it. Little Kyle saw some boobies and he. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> she flashed her tatas on TV, huh? I think you could say that. Yeah, I think that's you any... cozied up underneath of a blanket and a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Your little alien came out. <laughs> oh boy, boy, this is early, early in the interview for this to be happening. How did you guys feel about train wreck real fast? Yeah, exactly. How did you guys feel about Topanga on Boy Meets World? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh. Topanga? You don't know who Topanga is? I have no idea what Boy Meets World is. Shut up. It was it was an old show on. TGIF, wasn't it, on Friday nights? I don't know what it was on, but... You're too busy out doing hood rat stuff that... Oh, yeah. You didn't watch it. You... Yeah, no. Friday, you are Friday not going to tell me you don't know who Topanga Lawrence is. You I don't, don't. You don't know her real the real actress's name. You just know the character. I don't. <laughs> was she I on anything else? I don't know. <laughs> hey, I don't want to take any criticism from someone who's never seen National Lampoon's Christmas that's, Vacation. That's a very good point. You got to... You got that... I had never Trump's seen the Alien here. show that you just talked about, and I've never seen National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. But, yeah. but, but, with that being said, I came home today, and wouldn't you know it. It was on. No. Oh. I got a DVD in the mail. All right. Oh. Biggie sent me the DVD. <laughs> of National Lampoon. Yes. <laughs> yes. Never seen God. it unopened like he literally went out and bought it and sent it to me and i i open up this package and i'm like what do we got going on here and i pull it out national lampoon's christmas vacation i'm like all right i'm getting it Uh, you got a classic yep yep. so uh uh i would say in the next uh a couple weeks before christmas i'm gonna I'm going to go ahead and knock that one out. See, I thought maybe you had watched it because with the full moon last night, as bright as it was outside, I thought you did some decorating to your house. So. Well, I mean, yeah. may no, have. He, he's standing at the end of his driveway pumping out his camper. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Is that that's where true. Shitter's full clip yep, comes shit. from? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shit. yeah. See, you're going to like, there's going to be a lot of like connections. I, I should come. I want to watch the movie with you. So like. I can just see like all the light bulbs go off, and you're like, "Oh, that's what everybody—that's that's what everybody in from. the free world is referencing when they're talking about it during Christmas time." It's like a whole new world is going to be opened up to you, Scott. I get no it. Kidding. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> well, moving along because this is a fishing podcast. But uh, uh, Kyle, you were out ice fishing uh, in the last couple of days. Uh, uh, you live right downtown Minneapolis. How far did you have to drive to find that ice? Yeah, so being over an hour north of downtown Minneapolis. <laughs> uh, well, Minneapolis do... is a is a big city, so I mean an hour north, you're in the north metro is what you're trying to say. I mean, I guess you could say that, but I won't, yes. I won't uh, yes. admit to... No, you just relation with Minneapolis. You literally just. I thought it only took you. I only. I thought it took you an hour to go like a mile in the cities. Right. So it does. From what I remember. All right. Anyway, fishing. (laughs) Yeah. So we we uh, put around 683 miles on in between Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Wow. Uh, we, we pretty much drove everywhere, although we didn't go up to Red Lake like everyone that messaged me thought I was. Uh, <laughs> you should have told them yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we were, we were on a, a mission to find small, you know, 800-acre lakes that had froze over well. Yep. And we were looking for panfish, crappies specifically. Um, we started our – well, Friday we got up to my cabin on Mille Lacs, my buddy Derek and I. And we started driving around Aiken, the town just north of there. And we locked down a lake, a small lake that we know freezes really early. Uh, it wasn't quite ready, so we saved it for Sunday when we knew it would be. Because the, the low temps at night were still getting down into like 15, 14 degrees. Uh, and then Saturday, we got up at like 4 a.m. and hit the road. And we ended up in uh, north of Detroit Lakes kind of fished that area found a bunch of lakes pretty much everything like i said under a thousand acres was froze uh or if it was shallower than 20 feet okay uh, those deeper lakes out there they were still wide open uh white caps blowing in the wind and all that but 
I think we fished three lakes in Detroit Lakes area. The fish that we found were really spooky. They didn't want to hold still. And I wasn't about to go chasing them all over the lake, especially that early of ice. Yeah. Um, so I got a phone call from Jesse Fellman, who's a guide in Otter Tail area. And he said he was going out to look for ice and we could join him if we wanted since we were in the area. And so he doesn't suck at bluegill fishing. Not at all. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of his, like, Jesse, that's what he's known for is his 10, 10 and a half inch bluegills yep. once a day, every day. And but, twice uh, on Sunday. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. So we drove down to Otter Tail area to meet him. And I think we fished another three lakes down there with him. But their ice was significantly worse. Really? Than the ice in Detroit Lakes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So in Detroit Lakes area, I found up to five inches. Wow. In some spots. And then in Otter Tail, it was like one, two, maybe three inches. And the ice was a lot softer and squishier than it was the clear black hard ice in Detroit Lakes. Hmm. So we we didn't really have much success in Ottertail. Um, we got on a few lakes, like I said, caught a couple bluegills, not the tens that Jesse uh, usually catches, but I didn't expect him to take us to his juice. Uh, and then we headed back home. Well, I should say back to my cabin. And then Sunday we got up bunch of guys met us at my cabin uh dave carp mike reinman jr his son uh tony freund and then we all headed to the lake in aiken that we locked down on friday and that's where we did like the majority of our success the fish cooperated uh took a little coaxing but as the afternoon progressed the bite picked up we were able to put quite a few topside nice now, how much, how much ice you, you saw, five inches was the top, and obviously zero was uh, uh, the bottom? Yeah, yep. and it was very widespread. I mean, you'd have three inches right up to the landing. You'd get 100 yards out, hit it with your spud bar, go right through half-inch ice, turn around and leave. Yep. Did you right. see anyone else out fishing? Uh, yes, actually, when we were with Jesse, I ran into a buddy of mine that I know from up that way, uh, Chris Aldrich, who <laughs> we're walking out. I saw his truck at the access, and we get out there, and I holler at him, and he comes walking over, and this guy has a neck brace on his neck, and I'm like, dude, what did you do? He broke his neck at work in two places, like hmm. five days prior. Yeah, then why wouldn't you go out on the slippery ice? Right. Exactly. So he can't drive. So his buddy came over. They loaded his truck and drove it to the lake, and he's out there walking around ice fishing with a broken neck. That's dedication. Can't stop, won't stop. You cannot hold a good horse down. It's early no. ice. It's early ice. Yeah. It makes a guy do some wild stuff. It's like Catalina I'll wine say. mixer. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, shout out to Chris for being a diehard, but geez, dude. I don't know if I'd be out there with a broken neck, especially, like you said, on first ice, no snow cover. You know, don't want to fall and wreck it again. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, the damage is done. <laughs> <laughs> Might have had a little brain damage in there, too. <laughs> we, I think we all have a little bit of that. No. So so what were some of the uh, what were some of the tactics you were using uh, chasing down these panfish, Kyle? Uh, pretty much just aggressive presentations. You know, the classic pinhead minnow uh the jointed pinhead minnow and uh the new tika flash we're using a lot of those uh at one point i did tie a drop kick on and put a, a little pink scuddy on it i caught one fish and then the rest just kind of shied away they wanted that aggressive presentation the bigger presentation so it made it kind of easy just kind of drop it down and bounce it a few times and next thing you know you've got a fish on did you did you find that the fish were schooled up pretty good or were they kind of spread out? You know, you said they were pretty jumpy. So, like, what what did you guys do to kind of get them locked down? Did you just kind of get to a spot and then let them come cycle back through, or what's up with all that? Well, we uh, so on the lakes where they were really jumpy, it was really hard to stay on top of them. You just pretty much grid out an area and wait them out, wait for them to come back and pick them off as they come through. The last lake we fished, 
was supposedly a freeze-out lake from last year. That's what a local told Derek and I this spring when we were there. And uh, while we were out there, we noticed these massive, and I mean, like I'm talking 400-foot-long by 100-foot-wide schools of bait fish. And what we came to the conclusion was they were all the, the, the fry from this spring. Right. Um, all the predators that would normally eat them were gone. And what fish did survive had a really good spawn this spring. And so you could see the crappies were running the bottom of the lake, hugging bottom, maybe a foot off. And they were running underneath these clouds of what I, what I'm thinking was bait fish, you know, like baby crappies and baby bluegills. Hmm. Um, and you had to, if you jigged above the school, they wouldn't even notice you. But you, if you went below and pounded the pinhead or the teak and flash into the mud, all of a sudden, one or two would show up, usually commit, and then as soon as you pulled one, they'd all spook and disappear, and you'd have to wait 10 minutes for them to come back. Hmm. But they, they were just cruising underneath that whole cloud, grazing like cattle. Hmm. Like Scott at a buffet. <laughs> yeah, I got that right. Nothing for the rest of us. Nope. No, that was... Uh, so, um, like, what are some... You know, you said that the ice was varying and stuff like that. Like, did you have any scary moments where the spud bar kind of went through or the ice started to kind of move a little bit on you while you're out there? Oh, most definitely. There were a few times where I'd step down and you could feel, you know, the ice around in a five-foot circle just kind of start to sag under oh, you. Oh, man. Yeah, and that you just slowly back up and get out of there and get off that lake because it's not ready. Yep. Yeah, that's that like, ain't that's, for me. I just I hate that feeling. Even like we were pheasant hunting yesterday, and we were walking some cattails, and it was like there's some ice there, but you always know that it's just like they just don't freeze up that good. And like there was one time I went to step, and it just kind of kept on going, and ice, like you said, just got soft underneath me. I was like, nope, I'm good. I don't need to be up in the knee deep muck here. Right. Nothing will pucker your butthole faster than when you feel the ice sag below your feet. Yep. Yeah. Now, when you uh, when you were out there, Kyle, and you got that first mark on the Vexlar, uh, uh, kind of get that uh, little tingling feeling. Oh, just walking out for the first time, I got that tingling feeling. Yeah, I I live for first ice. This weekend is one of my favorite weekends of the the whole year. It's always the same crew of guys, you know, plus or minus one or two, and we just we make the best of it. And we honestly catching is just an afterthought it's just being out there grilling some brats not sleeping driving all over the state with the boys like that's that's what it's about is the carpster still running a mean mustache oh yeah that thing's mean (laughs) the meanest you could could hear it whistling in the wind i was gonna say it even gets better this time of year when he puts a little crappie slime in there (laughs) and it just like it's a little extra extra right now people would pay for that in stores (laughs) oh yeah Yep. I mean, there's a reason why all the gimmick mustaches mimic that kind of mustache. <laughs> that is right. true. That's right. It is true. Often imitated, never duplicated. So, all right, uh, Kyle. So, last week uh, we did a little bit of talking about uh, trash Thanksgiving uh, food. And uh, when that uh, when we posted that episode, I got uh, a couple snap videos from you uh, agreeing with me in uh, on some things, disagreeing with me on uh, some other things. But uh, um, I believe that I came out and said that I did not care for turkey. Matt, you were a turkey guy, right? Yeah, I don't mind turkey. Don't mind turkey. And Kyle, you love turkey, right? Turkey's trash. It's literally the worst bird you could eat. The, worst, the bird. worst bird that you could eat. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I've just had a lot of bad experiences with turkey, but it seems like every time I go to eat it, it's dry, it's cold. It, yeah, no, there's no flavor to it. I'd take a prime rib any day. Well, wow, of course. I mean, geez, I mean, you're going to obviously say that. I mean, anybody's going to take a, a nice steak over a turkey every day. I'm just saying that it's not like, like I'm going to eat turkey. I'll eat it. Like See, it's my option. I'm not going to be like, oh, no, I don't want no turkey. I'll, I'll eat the turkey. I talked to a couple guys at work today, and all of them also said, oh, every time you eat turkey, it's cold. Every time you eat turkey, it's cold. 
I can't say that I noticed that, but but they were, I mean, they were all adamant. Now you said it too, Kyle, so I wonder if turkey just don't hold its heat. No, it doesn't. I guess not, and it could be, now, I'm going to safely say this because I know none of my family is going to listen to this podcast because they're not, they're not dirtbags. We're throwing but, someone under the bus. Grandma? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Beep, beep. <laughs> so, like, my mom, bless her heart, she is from Southern California. Don't so is do my dad. this. Don't do and, this. No, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And I'm going to say it because I've said it before, just not to them. She cannot cook a turkey to save her life. <laughs> but I am way too lazy to make an entire Thanksgiving dinner. So I just keep suffering through hers every year. Oh, man. God. Wow. You are. Wow. It is way too close for Christmas to like, be taking shots I was like gonna, that. I was just going to say, this is our fifth anniversary show, and it's just, oh, man. R.I.P. Kyle Lynn. <laughs> R.I.P. Well, don't get me wrong. Like, I love my mom, and I love oh, the No, it didn't, no, doesn't but, really sound but, like but it. But our I mean, Thanksgiving turkey is just trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. The turkey, the turkey's garbage, but the ma- or the fried taters and the chocolate cream pie, I mean, I'll eat that all night long. Oh, here's here's one for you guys. Do you, do you enjoy, like the thanksgiving meal itself the most or do you enjoy like the snacking that happens like throughout the day oh i thought you were going to say the company i was going to say you can leave the company at home oh, right. i came yeah. for the meal yeah oh yeah my yeah i'm not even gonna go there with my company at our thanksgiving you know let's we'll just say that minnesota legalized something and it was kind of like part of the thanksgiving meal this year so oh wow <laughs> fair enough but fair enough. but i'm just saying you know like you put out like a meat and cheese tray. You just kind of got like, you know, little yep, appetizers yep. before it. Sometimes that's actually better than like the actual Thanksgiving meal. Do you guys think that like Thanksgiving meal is overrated? Do you think that? Uh, do you think that Thanksgiving food is overrated? Like it's like the one. It's like you can have it once during the year and that's it. The rest of the year, it's just kind of like meh. Take it or leave it. If it's ham, mashed potatoes, and now, I'm talking and, the traditional one. Nah, the traditional. yeah, then it's way overrated. Okay. Yeah, I would I would agree with Scott on this. I think the the you know Thanksgiving food specifically for Thanksgiving is very overrated. Like the canned cranberry sauce. That stuff's gross. Real cranberry sauce is a different story. No, I don't think anyone actually even likes that neither. You guys want to hear a funny story? Okay, are the leftovers better than? the actual meal i wouldn't yeah, know I, you I, wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know you wouldn't know funny story so I'm, my wife emily she made this like pumpkin spice rum cake and she had like a rum cinnamon glaze that she put over top of it well she had some of the glaze left over and she put it in the fridge at her parents house this weekend and then the next the day we were going to leave like she goes to get this glaze and she's just like where's it at and her mom's like oh here's the container and so like Emily's like, well, like there was still some glaze in there. Where's it at? And her mom just kind of looked at her like, uh, that wasn't gravy. She put it in with the, the, gra- the leftover gravy. So we were going to see how Barry, her dad, if he was going to eat it or not. You know, it's one of those things like, is he going to eat it or not? Is he going to notice that the gravy is now rum gravy? That's awesome. <laughs> Classic. Classic. No. But one bone that I got to pick with you, Kyle, you don't like the green bean casserole. No, not at all. Uh, even even like if somebody tries to fancy it up, like my sister-in-law this weekend, she had actual like fresh cut beans, like actual green beans, not out of the can. She made her own like cream of mushroom sauce and put it in there and stuff like that. She still had the fried onions on top and everything, but that was actually better in my opinion than like when you get the canned, just the regular old green bean casserole. Uh, I love green beans, you know, sautéed or, you know, done right with good seasoning and butter and all that. Like, green beans are awesome. As soon as they go into casserole, nope. How well, come they don't call it green bean hot dish? That's true. That's true. <laughs> probably because it originated from the south. Oh, which yeah, makes that's it, true. Yeah. Well, just no. all right, then. Well, I'm going to disagree with you, but I'm not going to bury you just yet because we've got some other topics that I want to... That I want well, to cross. I got a question for you, quick. Yeah, go ahead. What about Shoot. The, uh, the sweet potato yams with the marshmallows on top. No marshmallows. No, no sweet potatoes or yams. Period. Not even allowed in my house. That's you show what up. I like a, to hear. You show up with that, I'll kick you in the nuts. <laughs> exactly. That's. I don't <laughs> even feed him to his dog. Yeah. 
Yeah. We, that's, that's I wouldn't feed dishes. that to my mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those dishes that ends up at our house quite often, and it's the one that's always left untouched. Yeah, yeah and everybody's like, hey, don't you want any of Aunt Martha's sweet potatoes? <laughs> no, I'm full. Yeah. I'm full. Yeah, no, I ain't too much, I ain't too much fried potatoes. Regular or potatoes, or yeah. yeah. Uh, the good kind. Well, you know, the one potatoes. that everyone actually takes. I'll pass on it. Yeah. I'm saving them for the other people. That's my sweet potatoes are the redheaded stepchild of the potato world. Yeah, I I, I can go along with that. Yeah. I can go along with that. So, all right, a uh, couple other hot takes that I want to run by you that don't have to do with Thanksgiving meal. Uh, here's here's my first hot take: uh, the Offspring. You know the band? Oh yeah. Worst band ever. Total BS. They are awesome. No, I, like, I knew you would I like, like them. some of their songs. I knew you would I like, like their song. Absolute oh, freaking garbage. If you want to make my day worse, let me listen to The Offspring and then remind me that those fucking morons make more money than what I do. You know what? That, the coo- but you they, know what the cool thing about them is? Their music fucking sucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> but that's not, there's that's, no musical talent there. They suck. Do you know their their history? They were just a bunch of guys that were just like, you know what? Let's start a band. None of them knew how to play instruments, so this probably explains why you don't like them. Yeah, like you can tell. They still don't. They like taught themselves how to do it and stuff like that, and they made a band. I mean, how can you not like the song "The Kids Aren't All Right"? I don't even know if I know that song. Thank uh, God if you heard it. Don't judge it off of one song. You can't judge a band off of one song. Yeah, just because you're not pretty fly for a white guy doesn't mean that they're not. Uh huh. Uh huh. Gimme, gimme, mimi. Oh, yeah, you sing it when nobody's Bullshit. Around. They well, you, suck. You know that that intro is a ripoff of an old song, right? Probably. See, once again, there they are, ripping off other people. They suck. No musical talent. No, you know who sucks? Five Finger Death Punch, because all they do is ever cover other people's music. They have like three songs of their own. The rest are covers. That's true. That's not a band. Those are posers. Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue with you on that, but in my book, Five Finger Death Punch still higher than the Offspring. Offspring no is is they they've fallen through the cracks. They're through they they're the worst. I'm gonna make sure that I have every Offspring CD I have on me the next time I see you. I'm gonna slash your tires and piss in your gas tank. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you got a hot take you want to throw in here? I'll go back to the the, the food stuff, but I'm gonna say that uh, breakfast food is the best food that there is. Absolutely, if nothing Jesus beats a good Christ. breakfast food. You Even guys have fucking lost your marbles. <laughs> Wrong. Pancakes suck. Got other options. Eggs are. Only decent when you put uh, put them with a steak. Yeah, steak or cheese and ham. Um, How yeah. could you not like a good breakfast burrito with sausage and eggs Ooh. and bacon and sour okay. cream and hot sauce? Nope, nope. Hold the sour sour cream is garbage. Hot sauce what? garbage. What do you put on your pizza rolls if you don't like sour cream? I don't put anything on my pizza rolls because I like. Pizza rolls. Scott has a burnt oh. mouth all the time. He has like calluses on the inside of his mouth because he doesn't even let him get out of the oven before he's eating them. So you Tony got... Mariotti taught me the secret to making the perfect pizza roll. Which is? Go ahead. It, it's four. I believe it's, uh, I'd have to go back and look at my Facebook because it's from two, three years ago. I always have to go look it up when I cook them, but I believe it's 425 for six minutes. And then you turn the oven off, but leave them in there. Wait a minute. The second you hear them start to sizzle, yank them out before they pop. <clears throat> Perfectly cooked. No way. They don't have any crunch. No, dude, they have plenty of crunch, and they don't blow up all over your cookie tray. Interesting. Six minutes. I want to know Six how long. It, I want to know how many. I'm more trial like trial and errors that took Tony to like get that down. So I asked him. Because I was like, you, this is just way too good information to know off your, the cuff of your sleeve. And his response was, I ate a lot of them in college, and I worked at a pizzeria. I believe he worked at a pizzeria. Well, with that last name, if he didn't, I'd... I'd you think he'd I'd, own one. Yeah. Yeah, I, right. he's got one in the family, guarantee you. 
take take somebody to the docks. He might take you to the docks for letting everyone know the secret to the pizza roll deal. Yep. He put it on Facebook, so I, th- I feel like it's uh, up oh, for grabs. Fair for sure. game then. Fair yep. game then. That was his mistake. Because everything you read on Facebook is true. 100%. Oh, I, absolutely. I'm more of like throw my pizza rolls on a baking sheet, 400 degrees, 45 minutes. What? What's left? What they do you mean? What's up left? Raisins? Yeah, they're freaking good. <laughs> Cookie sheet full of filling. I'm not bullshitting you there. Like forty-five minutes. Forty minutes. minutes. Wow. I want them to crunch a little bit. Crunch a lot of bit. I don't say saying. there's no moisture left in them. They <clears throat> could use some sour cream at that point. Now, sour cream on pizza rolls? You, I've, I'm about to freaking call an end to this. <laughs> Don't that is knock disgusting. It till you try it, I promise. Here, it's here legit. once once again, you don't actually like the pizza roll. You like the sour cream, which leads me into my next hot take: cornbread. No one actually likes cornbread. I they just love cornbread. I knew you would the say. Best. What do you put on your cornbread? Butter, and that's it. Yeah, see, you don't even like cornbread. You like the butter. People only like the honey. People only like the syrup. Cornbread sucks. I'll eat cornbread Sucks. without butter all day long. Just flat out dry yeah. ass cornbread. Well, see, my cornbread's not all that dry. Right. I don't. I don't cook it until it turns to dust. Don't cook it for forty-five minutes. At I ain't cooking degrees. cornbread. Period. I ain't gonna do it. There's Sucks. nothing better than a fresh loaf of cornbread to accompany a crock pot of chili after. 10 hours on the ice see yep. that's actually what a guy at work told me today because i I've, I've been i've been going through this these hot takes kind of practicing before i got on you and uh that's that's a thing what he, exactly what he said he's like oh you get a big old thing of cornbread and a big old pot of chili and he said that he dips his cornbread in the chili and i said see there again you don't actually like the cornbread you'd you'd be just as happy with regular white bread so oh, no. you're you're you not eating so you're not eating your hamburger with a bun. I am. Okay. So you like the bun better than the hamburger? No, I like I like the hamburger. Well, then just eat the hamburger. Why are you, why even use the bun? Cuz it complements it. It complements it. Just like oh. chili and cornbread complement each other, like a cinnamon roll and chili. No, that's weird. I I th- I'd agree you with you there. You're you don't I, like I cinnamon I, rolls I, I and chili? Not in it. Not a, like if I'm having cinnamon rolls with chili, I'm not dipping my cinnamon roll in the chili. Is that why Ramrod had cinnamon rolls and chili on his story today? You know what his wife put in that chili? No. Sweet potatoes. What? Yeah, that's not that chili. Should be illegal. That's, that's what I chili. thought. That's not chili then. Yeah. People are going to get pit. My wife swore at me for corn. <laughs> she throws yeah, freaking sweet, sweet potatoes in it. Sweet the corn thing is nasty. No, you're no. wrong. No, you're, you're wrong. wrong on that you're one. You're way wrong. You've never I been more be. wrong in your life. I was laughing nonstop listening to that. I could not believe you guys were putting corn in your chili. Have you tried it? No. Then shut your mouth. You right. Shut your mouth. on pizza rolls? I oh. hate sour cream, period. It's rotten milk. Like No, that's cottage cheese. Same thing. They are the same thing. Just one of them's a little clumpier, and one of them's like a paste. Butt paste. <laughs> I put, I'm pretty sure this, the stuff that I put on my son's butt for diaper rash is freaking sour cream. Gross. Think about that the next time you have sour cream on your pizza rolls, Kyle Lynn. I'm going to put extra sour cream on my pizza rolls. I believe you would. I believe you would. Oh, All right, man. next hot take, uh, Matt. You got it. I got the next hot. Oh, I don't know. Or are you out? I can. I can go. I got more. All right, you go. All right, uh, Kyle. Snowmobiles. Snowmobiles are just the jet skis of the winter. I'd agree with that. But on a side note, jet skis are misproper or improperly labeled, and we should call them what they really are. And that's wave a runner. A, a what? A boater cycle? A cycle. <sighs> I like boater cycle a lot better. It's a motorcycle in the water. That's all it is. And the same kind of people that drive crotch rockets drive jet skis. And snowmobiles. Uh, oh, you kind of got a soft spot in your heart for snowmobiles, I see. Maybe oh, yeah. uh, if, 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 if you don't not, like them, not, it might be because you are one of them. Not not. We're not talking about like for ice fishing. Like, like we're not talking about for ice fishing purposes. We're talking about the guys that got to fly Brap around. Brap nation. Yeah. Oh, that, oh, God, 
Yeah, you know when they when they see you from all the way across the lake and and they have to come over and fly right next to you. It's a, so oh. you can see their avalanche pack with their yeah, four, yeah, four sweet av pack. <laughs> they got the castle X coat. <laughs> yep, never sitting down, always standing up. For sure, for sure. They're just getting ready for their mountain trip next yep. next week. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. We can we can put those people with jet skiers and crotch rocket riders. I I would I would say that they're on the bottom side of those two, uh, those three. Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like you've probably owned a crotch rocket, Kyle. No, actually, I haven't. Uh, I've never owned anything with two wheels other than my bike when I was a kid. Huffy? Uh, I honestly don't remember. Probably not. We were pretty poor. Hmm, fair enough. That could have been your buddy. Probably, it could have uh, been your buddy's Huffy. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Anybody see my bike? What Some bike? dude it's from a few blocks now. down. Yeah. <laughs> the last, the last bike I had, my buddy Dan Jones ran over with his pickup truck. Oh, uh, you've never forgiven I, him, I, have you? Oh, I. That was my ride home. So, ex buddy Dan Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one's seen Dan since. Oh no, Dan's Dan's big boy. There's no way that's happening. All right. All right. Uh, last but not least, uh, black and gold, and 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 I'm talking each, not together. But black jigs and gold jigs are the only ice fishing jigs a person needs. That's hard because because you know it's true. Using, I find myself using a lot of both of those. I know. But I have a lot of the other ones too. I know you and you I, have I, them in your jig box, but how? But no one ever freaking uses them. I know. I want to disagree, just on principle, but I'm having a hard time finding a reason to disagree. I guarantee, like we should do that this this winter on the ice. Just go around and like survey ice anglers, and like okay, like what do you have tied on? What are you using? What color? Well, if they're walleye fishermen, they ain't telling you. Well, right. No, they're just <laughs> a minnow and a bobber. What are yeah. you talking Duh. about? <laughs> but, I mean, go around and just be like, okay, what do you guys, like, what color? That's all we need to know. You don't need to do any specifics. And, the, like, I guarantee, like, you can, they'll pull out their jig box, and they'll have a huge jig box, and they'll have all these different colors. But they'll always come back to black and gold. I, I, I... I, I want to agree, but I also want to add Wonder Bread. Wonder and I Bread. I know how Scott feels about Wonder Bread. You know, everybody has it, Wonder Bread tied on. I have Wonder Bread. But nobody, nobody uses Nobody's it. Nobody's catching them. Nobody uses it as much as they claim to use it. Well, I, I know a couple guys that swear and live, eat, eat and sleep and breathe by it. Um, on the, on a scale bread, of 1 to 10, how good a fish catchers are they? Not bad, I would say. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm better. I'm not going to say that they're better either. When you say not bad, I'm I'm thinking that you're calling them a 4.5. Uh, at least a 6.2. Okay. Well then, all right. Fair enough. I'm just going to say I'm just going to say Durham in his Wonder Bread outfit <laughs> has caught more attention than the actual Wonder Bread has. <laughs> that thing was absolutely sweet. I think Wonder Bread is good. I just think it's overrated. It's not as, yeah, it's not it's, as good as everybody makes it out to be. No one, no one talks about gold. Nobody thought it was gold's gold. the biggest freaking catcher there is. It's because it's, it's just gold. gold. I mean, it's gold just, in Minnesota. It's hard to use gold, especially on smaller lakes, because all the pike take them. That's the first jig the pike go after. I don't know why. Maybe because it's shiny and they're barracuda-like fish or what. But it always feels like as soon as I tie on gold, a pike's going to come take it. Really. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, perfect example. Two years ago, coming home from the Fargo Ice Show, Brody Vance and I were fishing the Detroit Lakes area on our way home, and we stopped at a lake, and I went through six gold drop kicks in that afternoon due to pike. I, I've never pike, heard... Pike, I, pike or shitty knots? Pike. Like, oh, okay. I mean, fighting it for two minutes, get it up to the edge of the hole, snap... Really, I've never yeah. heard that. I've never heard that pike like gold a, or or that fish are more attracted to, or certain fish are more attracted to certain colors. But, I don't uh, know if it's fact or anything. It's just what I've observed. You'd have to ask the uh, 
the non-auto audio biologist of the show. Yeah, I'm not asking no, him. No. He he's been on a couple other podcasts. He got on our five year anniversary Facebook post, tried talking shit, and I wasn't I having none of it. So I I curb stomped him. <laughs> curb stomped well, hey, him. I'm very very flattered that I get to be on the five year anniversary podcast. Yeah, yeah. We you really think I would have thought we could have done better, right? For five I, years, I would have too. We just figured, well, you know, sometimes you just got to have a sacrifice bunt. So. <laughs> can't hit a home, can't hit a home run or a base hit even all the time. Sometimes you just got to put down a sack bunt. And so, yep, go with what's easy. Go with you. Go with uh, what you can get. Yeah, it's kind of like the girls that Scott used to date in high school. Yeah. <laughs> take it easy, and if she's easy, take it twice. <laughs> Yeah. There's a lot of shots getting fired here. Yeah, that's all right. That's Hot a that's takes. a yeah, that's a good episode. That five was, years. Yeah. See, everybody on Facebook was like saying, "Oh, you know, five more," and I don't know if they mean like five more episodes is all they want us to do, <laughs> or if they want to do five more years of it. So, well, yeah. I, I can tell you this. So, an old coworker of mine, Marcus, I uh, I turned him on to the podcast probably about a year ago. Uh, and now every time you guys don't release one on a Tuesday, I get a Snapchat. It, 7 a.m. from him with like an angry face saying what no podcast so we got to give a shout out to To marcus Marcus, all right to marcus old dirtbag marcus yeah well tuesday morning it'll be there so yeah so So snap kyle of just a flip off emoji just for fun from us i'll let you know if he does right on (laughs) right on So before we let you people that enjoy the podcast just you know yeah there's like seven of them (laughs) yeah yeah, we we appreciate all seven of you, but uh, what what else you got planned for this winter before we let you go, Kyle? Actually, uh, my winter just became a, a little bit busier. Uh, last week at Blaine, uh, I was approached by the the board members of uh, FAM, uh, Future Anglers of Minnesota, and I was asked to take on a position on the board uh, as a coordinator for the youth events. Nice, and so. That was incredible. I, I couldn't sleep that night. I was so excited to uh, have that conversation further with those gentlemen. And uh, I accepted it. So now I'll be doing doing that. Uh, four clinics across Minnesota. One up at uh, Breezy Point. One on Clearwater. One on Pakegama. And I forget where the last one is. But taking kids out fishing, get, getting them into the outdoors, um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that new venture right there. Uh, the guys that are currently running uh, FAM have done an excellent job, and I hope that I can live up to their expectations. Oh, that's, that's way awesome. cool. Congratulations, man. Yeah. We'll have to have you on again sometime and uh, uh, kind of talk about uh, what you're what you're going to be doing with that. Yeah, it's, it's a fantastic organization. It's all free to the kids. Uh, they get a lot of volunteers to – uh, be on the ice with the kids and teach them how to ice fish. You know, some of them have never done it before. Some of the parents, you know, they've never even been ice fishing before either. So it's all brand new to them. And then we have a lot of kids too that, uh, you know, they're frequent flyers in the organization. And the parents drop them off and say, "See it, you know, four o'clock." Enjoy. Yep. So any thirty-five-year-olds uh, signing up for uh, the, <laughs> any anything there? Is there a meal? <laughs> uh, yeah, we we feed them. Um, yeah, I'll be there. We, so yeah, if you want to volunteer your time, uh, you no, I'm talking about being a kid. Oh no, no, there's an age limit oh, of eighteen. Okay, okay, okay. But you can come and volunteer after doing some, you know, background check and all that. Yeah, I'm gonna fail. <laughs> well, <laughs> good thought. Good, that counts, good luck right? with your event. <laughs> You're there in spirit. Yep. Right. No, no, no very cool. Awesome. So, so if there is anyone that's interested, uh, how do they get more information on that? Uh, you can look them up on Facebook, Future Anglers of Minnesota. Uh, okay. And they have a website. It's, shoot, I should know this, but I don't. I want to say it's fam-mn.org, but I could be wrong. But I know if you look them up on Facebook, uh, Future F- Anglers of Minnesota. Fa-mn.org. Fa-mn. No. Yep. F-A-M. Fam. No, it's fa-mn.org. Oh, you looked it up. Yep, I'm on it. Yep. Oh, perfect. fa-mn.org. So yep. 
you can find everything out there, register for your kids for events, volunteer signups, all of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Are you, are you a golfer? I know. No. Okay. I, well, I, I was going to say they do a golf banquet every fall. Uh, that's their big fundraiser for the year. I'm good so at yelling if, for. If, if you thought Scott was fired up, him getting his stuff stolen, you should hear him on the golf course. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't say anything. All I'm good for is aerating the field. Yeah. Nice. That's so, all I'm gonna do. We got uh, Feb Fest uh, presented by the city of Chanhassen. Yep. I'm not sure where that is. Uh, it's Metro. Uh, Metro. Shocker. You right out your back door. Uh, yeah. Breezy Point, Minnesota, Lake of South Haven, Minnesota, and Lake in Pine City, Minnesota. So yeah, uh, that'll be Pacagama. Nice. So it looks like it's bam, bam, bam. Uh, uh, February 18, February 24, and uh, March 2nd. So yeah, like you said, you're gonna be you're gonna be busy there for a little bit. Yep, and I'm looking forward to it very much. Yep. No, very cool deal. So. All righty, Kyle. Well, uh, we will let you go. We appreciate you uh, taking some time out of your Monday evening to uh, to uh, speak with uh, Matt and I and uh, Dirtbag Nation. And, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, um, when some of those events get a little bit closer, we'll have to have you on again and, and uh, chat about them. I'd love to. Thank you again, gentlemen. You bet. All right. Thanks, man. Later. Yep. Bye. There he goes, Kyle Lynn, uh, from up there in Minnesota, yeah. and uh, along Making with everybody the snow. jealous yeah. with those fish pictures. Yep, those guys getting on ice. I, I really think a guy, if uh, if he if he had a little daredevil in him, I think, uh, and I think there was actually some people that did get out in uh, uh, North Central Iowa, um, you know, right yep. right up close to the border and. Like I said, I think if you uh, had had some small ponds, um, I think a person could get out if you're willing to go out on two, three inches. Um, I went over to Okaboji this last weekend, and uh, a couple of the small ponds that I drove by were completely locked up. You pair that with the single digits uh, that we had this morning, and uh, you know that's gonna it's gonna add uh, you know add an inch to it or whatever. Uh, I think I think a guy could get out around here uh, if you wanted to. I would assume, you know, over Okaboji, the canals and whatnot, uh, yeah. I think you could probably get out on them. Also, um, just obviously use extreme caution. Uh, hopefully you got a float suit, uh, ice picks, whatever, and uh, don't say we told you to do it. Right. Just, yep. We don't want anybody. Yeah, the float suits are nice, but we don't want anybody to have to test them out. Exactly. Exactly. So. Um, that is that is another thing uh, I, I thought about making a possible Facebook post. But if any of you guys are still with us at this point, um, if you ever have, if if you have firsthand knowledge of legitimately falling through the ice, uh, that was when when we were at the Ice Institute, we had a, a fellow dirtbag uh, come up and talk to uh, talk to me and uh, wanted us to do an episode, uh, you know, talking to people that have legitimately fallen through, not not up to their knees, no, like, like out there, like yeah, out there and like vehicle, fall through like and your vehicle yep. went in or anything like that. Yep. So I, I, I would kind of like to get, uh, um, you know, probably we'll do a little bit of checking, but I'd like to get a firsthand story of somebody that dropped a vehicle through, dropped a side-by-side -side through, you know, whatever, um, you know, uh, our, our buddy Adam Top um, actually legitimately fell through um, last year early ice. Uh, maybe we'll talk to Topper. I know Oilers falling through, but uh, um, if you're listening to this and, and you have uh, a, a wild story of falling through, and, and I guess it don't need to be crazy wild, just uh, um, you know, if you, if you fell through in an ATV or something like yeah. that, uh, we'd I'd, I'd like to hear it. Uh, shoot us a message on the Facebook page. And uh, just kind of explain your story a little bit. Um, you know, not that we're going to be like overly selective, but, uh, um, you know, obviously if, if there's somebody that dropped a Jeep through on a lake and rode her to the bottom, uh, that might be a story that, uh, um, you know, maybe a little bit more neater to hear than, you know, yeah, hey, me and my buddy were walking out there. I dropped through, had a spud bar, um, you know, got right back out 
boy, it was cold, but you know, that was that. And, and, you know, if that is your story, don't be afraid to tell us, you know, maybe we'll just read your story on, on, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do there, but I would like to, uh, to do something along those lines. Definitely. So, uh, all right, uh, we're going to cut over to the good news stories of the week brought to you by Freedom Brew over in Larchwood, Iowa. Freedom Brew is absolutely the best coffee shop that there is. Uh, Matt and I, whenever we are over Ooh. there in the area, we stop in. Uh, haven't had it now for a couple of weeks. Uh, last one was when Eric shot that deer, but uh, could use a little bit more of it in my life. Hopefully, I get That's it soon. Sure. And uh, um, yeah. Like I said, it's the damn best, and uh, the the owners are great. Um, if you are going to be anywhere close to Largewood, Iowa, I guarantee you it's worth your time to swing on in there. And if, uh, you, just, and if you don't enjoy coffee, they have many other beverages to choose from too, so yep. check those out. Many donuts. Uh, yeah, they got some treats and everything like a that. A little bit of so everything. It's your one-stop shop. That's right. Um, my good news story uh, this week is going to be that uh, – um, I I just didn't lose this last weekend. Uh, we started off uh, Friday. Uh, Iowa Hawkeyes beat the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Yep. Uh, Josh and Zach lost that bet. Uh, you will see pictures of that uh, here shortly. Um, <laughs> Iowa girls women's basketball uh, won three games to uh, um, win the Gulf Coast Showcase down there uh, in southwest Florida. Um, beat beat a Kansas State team uh, yesterday that had beaten them uh, earlier on in the season. Uh, The men's basketball team uh, went ahead and won one, and the Hawkeye wrestling team uh, went ahead and beat Iowa State. So uh, overall, it was just a good weekend to be a Hawkeye. Uh, My Miami Miami Dolphins, uh, they also won on Friday. there's just no, there's just no stopping me right now. Yeah, yours I'm, is, I'm on yours, a heater. Yours I'm is on better a, than mine. So. Yeah, I'm on a heater. And uh, with that being said, also uh, this Friday I leave for the Cox Ranch Ooh. to get out there and do a little deer hunting with Zach Garrett, Josh, uh, uh, the whole entire Cox crew. So uh, I'm freaking jacked up about it. Um, Eric, my brother, came in this morning. Uh, I think he was, he was probably packed and ready to go. Yeah, he 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 was jacked too. Uh, it's it's finally here, and it oh, yeah. man, it comes fast. Like it, it really does. I mean, you're, you're sitting there talking about it and talking about it. Yeah, and oh, we still got a month, and like, whoa, it's like whoa, we leave <laughs> week here of. In a week. Yep, week <laughs> of. So, uh, um, no, pretty jacked up. Uh, uh, the second the second that we take off, that first time that we ever went down there, and and uh, I know I'm rambling on for a long time here but i got a quick i just got to tell this like i don't remember if it's like parkston or or parker or platt or it's not platt parker or parkston uh out there um you know on the way uh highway 18 or something hell i don't even freaking know i know what road to get me there but i don't know what it's called but uh i remember that day we pulled into the gas station first time eric and i had ever been out there and it was like, holy shit, we're really doing this. Like, we are legitimately going, going out there to go to go mule right. deer hunting. And uh, so, you know, you get closer to the to the uh, Missouri River there by Platte, and and like I've I've never really been down in this area before. So, you know, we get to close to the Missouri River there, and it's like, oh yeah, you know, this is starting to look like mule deer ter- territory. And you know, you cross over. And, you know, yep, man, this is, man, this is mule deer territory. And then all of a sudden you get back into the cornfields and it's like, son of a bitch, like this ain't (laughs) mule deer territory. And so you go a little bit and all of a sudden, you know, you kind of start to get into some of that ranchy area and oh yeah, now we're in it. And then you get out by like mission and, you know, between mission and Valentine and it's like, well, now we're back into the agriculture fields. (laughs) Like, you know, this doesn't really seem like it. And then you leave Valentine, and there ain't nothing out there after that. And, uh, um, you know, that's right then and there, like when we got down by Merritt Reservoir and whatnot, that's when it was like, I gotcha. Yep. This is this is it. And I'm, I'm not kidding you. Like after, after we get by that gas station on the way out there and I'm like, we are in it. Like there, there's just not a better feeling in the whole entire world. It's, <laughs> it, I, God dang it, that. 
I can't even wait. I can't even wait. It's it's the best feeling in the whole entire world going out there, and yeah, whatever. It's always a good time. Whew. Yep. I guess my good news story. Um, Try to back that up. I, it, it's hard to like because you said you were winning all weekend. Well, I did go to the Minnesota Wild game on Friday, and they did not win. They lost three to two to Colorado. So that was that was kind of a bummer. But uh, it's always fun to go to those games. Yep. I, yep. I always enjoy it and. Uh, uh, it's always, you know, very knowledgeable fans and everything like that. Uh, this on Sunday, they will do a little pheasant hunting with my brothers and a friend of ours who I got my dog from and my niece and nephew came along with their new dog. He was just along for the truck ride of it and just to kind of get him exposed to it. Uh, funny thing is, is they get him out of the truck and he's running around in the field out there when they first pull up. And my nephew, Coy, looks at my brother and goes, Dad, you forgot the poop bags. And it's like, uh, <laughs> Coy, you really don't need him we out We don't here. need him out here, old son. <laughs> yeah, he can just kind of go wherever he wants and we're just going to leave it there, all right? <laughs> so don't worry about picking that stuff That's up. That's the beauty of being out here. No, we, uh, we got after some pheasants and uh, we were trying to get Kelsey her first pheasant. But it she had a couple shots and some opportunities, but... It was tough. You know, it was a real windy day, so those birds can get up there and they can get going. But we're going to get her one uh, nice. before the season's over. So, right on. I don't know. It's always just kind of fun to get out there with the families and, you know, your friends and everything like that and just do a little hunting in. So. That's right. That's right. All righty. Um, well, uh, as I mentioned before, um, going to be gone uh, this coming weekend uh, and into next week. So next week's podcast uh, probably going to come a um, couple days late at yep. the very best. So Kyle's going to get that message in the morning from Marcus saying, yeah, you yeah. Know, like what the hell? Yep. I don't know that, uh, I don't know that we will completely abandon next week's episode, but there is that possibility. Um, like I said, I don't get back until Tuesday. Um, and then I have a school board deal on Tuesday night, uh, which just has got to settle too. Yep. So maybe we could, uh, knock something out on Wednesday, but, uh, if not, um, we're just gonna, we're going to sit out a week and that'll be just fine. Uh, we'll be back the week after that. And, uh, yeah, whatever the case, uh, we appreciate every single one of you. Uh, thank you guys all for five years of, uh, of, of listening, uh, our apologies, but, uh, um, no, I I think, I think we'll call that episode 244. All right. Talk to you guys later.